This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. The issues around education here this year become utterly important when you factor in the coronavirus pandemic and everything that students, teachers, and people working at schools have had to deal with over the last 18 months. And I had a chance earlier this morning to spend some time talking with U.S. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona to look at these issues from a national perspective. Here's that conversation. Mr. Secretary, thanks for a few moments today. Of course, happy to be with you. Thank you. What are you thinking about most importantly right now as we get ready to send kids back to school? Because this is certainly, I think, going to be one of the more interesting years that we've ever had uh, in terms of education moving forward. Well, you know, last year was the most difficult year. This year has to be the most important year we have as educators across the country. And uh, the top line, the, the, the thing that we're thinking about most hasn't changed since March of 2020. It's ensuring health and safety for our students and our staff. That's the most important thing um, by far to make sure that we're doing everything in our power to uh, keep our, our students and our staff safe as we reopen schools. You put together a, a, a back to school roadmap. Tell us what's all uh, a part of that. Definitely. You know, when I was commissioner of education in Connecticut, I, I knew that uh, having guidance from the health experts uh, was critically important, but it was also important to learn what, what works in reopening schools from a school perspective. So now as Secretary of Education, our team, we have a great team at the Department of Education. We put together resources that really uh, give schools, give states, give parents um, strategies and, and guidance around how to keep children safe, number one, how to address their social and emotional well-being and make sure that schools are places where children not only learn academics, but also feel uh, welcomed and feel uh, supported, keeping in mind that they just uh, lived through a pandemic, and unfortunately, many of our students have experienced loss over the last year and a half. Yeah. And then thirdly, uh, we make sure that we provide guidance on how to uh, provide academic recovery in an accelerated way where our students can catch up on whatever instruction was lost and, and feel supported and enjoy learning and bring back that that sense of community that our schools provide for our students and staff. So off of that, you talk about the issues that some of the students have had to deal with over the last 18 months. And I know the issue of mental health is at the forefront of a lot of people's thought process uh, as they return to school. How important will that be as we move here into the 2021 school year? Yeah, it's important that we continue to um, engage with our with our families and with our school community and just really reimagine what schools can be. We've seen schools serve as uh, vaccination pop-up clinic sites. We've seen schools work uh, as testing sites for the community. Um, we recognize, you know, it, does, it shouldn't take a pandemic for us to realize how important our educators are, but we realize now that uh, as we reopen our schools, our schools are much more than places where children are learning academics. Um, they're feeding children. They're providing uh, mental health support for our students and families. They're reengaging families into the workforce. And, you know, our schools have a tremendous uh, role in the communities to not only educate children, but lift the community. What are the, what are the resources you have to call on to be able to try and do that uh, for this school year? Well, as you know, the American Rescue Plan provided $130 billion to our districts across the country uh, to provide a safe reopening for students, um, but also to make sure that we're reimagining education and uh, using those resources to provide a, a better education than even before March 2020. 
Um, because the goal shouldn't be what schools look like in March 2020. Uh, we really need to build back better, as the president says, to, to give students and families more opportunities to succeed. And that includes not only through K-12, but also making sure more students have access to college and uh, are able to benefit from either a two-year program, a four-year program. So between the American Rescue Plan and the Build Back Better agenda, you know, the president really sees education as uh, the foundation of our country's growth. And I'm Really excited to be a part of that process. You mentioned earlier about prioritizing the health and the safety of, of everybody around uh, the, the education process, the students, the staff, the teachers themselves. Uh, obviously, a lot of these school districts have gone through, uh, you know, an incredible time over the last 18 months, have, you know, had to make a lot of adjustments to be able to get to this point. I, I think it's it's very much a credit to what so many school districts have had to do uh, over the course of the last 18 months to be able to be uh, ready to get to this point? Definitely. Um, I, you know, our schools have done everything possible to not only get students the devices that they need and close the digital divide, but also address the relational divide. Our students have been disconnected in many places from their their nurturing school communities. So what, what I've seen across the country are schools that are doing more to reach out to families, getting out in the community holding summer enrichment programs where students are engaging and building those social and emotional skills that they need to be prepared for school. Uh, I see them doubling down on the resources aimed at uh, providing school social workers, school uh, counselors, psychologists, to make sure that our, our school environments are, are nurturing and ready for students who just survived this pandemic and uh, have experienced a lot of loss and a lot of trauma. Mentioning the, the 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 president's theme that he's used, build back better. Uh, this almost seems, I guess, for education, a little bit of, of an opportunity for a pivot here. Not only thinking about the recovery and getting students back into school now, but thinking longer term for what education is going to be over the next decade or two. Right. Uh, you know, I think sometimes we get caught up in the technical strategies of now, and we can't lose sight of the fact that this president understands uh, the transformative power of education and is uh, providing a sense of urgency that I think we all need to match around uh, winning the future. You know, as, as he said, you know, other countries have caught up. We have to go further. So the Build Back Better agenda provides access to community college for, for all. Uh, good, strong programming for three and four-year-olds because we know skyscrapers are built on strong foundations. And if we provide a strong foundation for our students, uh, so much more is possible. So it's really about not only reopening schools, but reimagining what education could be in our country to provide our students with the best opportunities for success and provide our country with the best opportunity for continued success. So as a lot of kids are starting to go back to school, what's the advice that you send out to the students, but also the parents as well? You know, go go in there, have a great year, uh, you know, focus as much on that social and emotional piece as much as the academic piece. I tell my own children, go have fun this year. You know, you, you've gone through a lot, you know, with your friends, with your teachers, you know, strengthen those relationships that are critically important to your growth um, as adolescents. And to the parents, just ma maintain ongoing communication with the school to ensure that your children uh, are in environments that are following those mitigation strategies. That'll make you feel more comfortable. Have confidence that these educators are going to continue to bend over backwards for our students. Um, and understand that we're doing everything in our power to provide guidance and support and resources so that 
your children and my children can attend school safely, number one, in an environment that's welcoming and supportive of them, and in an environment that has their academic needs uh, taken care of. So enjoy the school year. You know, you deserve the very best students. Uh, you've suffered enough. It's time to get back into the classroom and enjoy learning again. And I guess in the end, with all of the, the, the pain that, you know, so many people have felt, this is a great opportunity. It's a great learning experience, I guess, for the education sector as a whole. It really is. Um, <clears throat> this is the closest we have to a reset button in education. And we knew before the pandemic there were, there were gaps in access, gaps in achievement. Um, we have an opportunity here to hit reset and improve those systems so that all students can achieve regardless of zip code or you know, their circumstance. And this is our moment now as educators, as education leaders, to really redefine what it means to provide an education that levels the playing field. I'm excited to be a part of it. Yes, there's a lot of uh, pain and a lot of challenge in the last year and a half, but there's tremendous opportunity moving forward. We're going to seize the moment. Mr. Secretary, thanks for a few moments today. All the best. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.